Alrighty, folks, my name is Marble, and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, my name is Ray, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Mars, and my pronouns are they, them. And it's time to draw a meal ticket from the Deck of Friendship, because today we're talking about Fighting Foodons, episode four. Um, what was it called again? Pizza to meat, you know, um... It... it, uh, it You want a pizza me? You want a pizza me? Right. Was it you want a pizza me? Yeah, I feel like it was. Yes, that sounds correct. It is called, it is called you want a pizza me. Never doubt me again. (laughs) Okay. I didn't. Okay, I didn't, and I won't now, also. Cool. As long as we're on the same page. I'm glad that we're on the same page on this one. Are we on the same pizza? No, no, we had to get different orders because I, I can't eat, uh, I can't digest uh, lactose. No, nobody likes pineapple except for me is the problem. Oh, I love pineapple. Oh, I love pineapple. But like, I imagine you want some cheese on your pizza and I just can't do that. I do. I just um, got a supreme pizza with everything on it. So you know. I'm lactose intolerant, but I can face the void. Mm. I don't care. <laughs> oh, now, I'm at, that far gone. At, the every, void was cheese. For, for me, you know, ev- every time... Every time with pizza, it it does attack with gooey cheese. Um, my tummy, I, it attacks my tummy yeah, with the gooey cheese. It does that attack I with gooey cheese that I don't that I can't digest or eat. For those of you who don't know, Mars and Marble are re- making a reference to the opening song of Fighting Food on where pizza attacks with gooey cheese. Pizza does attack with gooey cheese, and that is and a- that happens in this episode it does, too. It, it, this does is the happen. episode where pizza attacks with gooey cheese, and I do. I mean, look if. If the episode was called You Want a Pizza Me, and it did not feature pizza attacking with gooey cheese, I feel like we'd all want our money back. I know. I invested so much. Hundreds of dollars. So, I I understand that pizza does, in fact, attack with gooey cheese. Mm -hmm. Um, But in this episode, I didn't see as much of this, but this might be, like, next episode. Um, I was under the impression that any leftovers you could freeze. Oh, right. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, the, the next episode is titled Leftover for Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, you Ray, can't. Ray, you, you can't. You just made an you episode can't. of Fighting Foodons already. I can and I will. Leftover for Dead. It's set in... That's a better title for this episode than <laughs> oh, it you is? want a pizza Oh, meat. it actually is. But I'm sort of imagining Leftover for Dead as being sort of like... You know, Chase and Kayla and Oslo and Python, I guess, go to, <laughs> you know, this like Western town where they can't refrigerate anything um, <laughs> because of, you know, some v- some evil doer. Uh, and then oh, they just yeah, make yeah. a bunch of jokes. Oh, Mar- but Mars, th- that episode's titled is High Spoon because they have a shootout at noon. It, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is High Spoon. And uh, fried rice are used as spoons. As mm. getting showed up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh uh, no, no, it's, you're, no, you're valid. You're, no, please keep going. So I'm living right now. I, I have. Can we? I feel like there is an elephant in the room that we have to address before we even get to what is in this episode, and that is Oslo. We need. He is no longer buff. We need to. We need back. to talk about Oslo again. He didn't drink his milk, and now his bones are back to normal. It. So at the end of the last episode, we spent a long time on this point because we were all so much very hoping that it would continue, and um, it doesn't at all. Oslo was buff at uh, during the last 
five seconds of the last episode. And in this episode, he is no longer buff. He's back to his regular Oslo self. Uh, I think he does still have, like, the long flowing hair, but it's mm-hmm. all white now. Um, but it's never explained or addressed. Um, you know what oh. happened is... Uh, what happened, Sorry, Marble? you go ahead, Ray. No, what happened? Oh. Oh. Go ahead, Marble. I'll say my thing after you. What happened, Marble? It left my brain. Hang on. Give me two seconds to rethink of what it was. Mm-hmm. It was really, it was really funny and hilarious. I promise. Hang on, hang on. Mm-hmm. I don't should, know if it's coming back. Should I say? I don't know should I say the back. thing that I said before yeah. to like remind you of where we were in the conversation? Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Um, Ray, do you remember what I said? I uh, <laughs> no, but I remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> say it. Um. So what's gonna happen is that in like the penultimate episode, um, which is titled "I'll Slow You How It's Done." We see that Oslo <laughs> can transform between the two forms that he has. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I was going to say that uh, episode three is the canonical end to the series. And everything <laughs> else takes place earlier in the timeline. Okay. Oh, I see. No, that's that's so it's one of those situations, you know, like they say, like the SpongeBob movie is like canonically like the last thing that happens in SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Mm. So like the next few episodes, like happen before episode three and then we get to a point where we see buff oslo again mm-hmm. and they just continue from there but for now, the next few i i like that way better than what is likely the truth in that episode three doesn't need to exist <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't need to but aren't we happy that it does i don't know i think so i've never laughed that hard that's before fair. no yeah that's, <laughs> that's fair um, so so yes, for the re- for the remainder of this episode, and maybe for the remainder of time, Oslo is back to being uh, the treacherous old floating saucer man. Ooh, what if there's like an episode like right before the end where it's like an AU episode where all the characters oh. are in their weird transformation forms and they have to figure out why? Because at the end of this episode, Kayla also undergoes a transformation. There is a transformation sorts. at the end of this episode that will definitely not be explained, um, mm-hmm. but let's... Let's, let's get there. Let's get into mm, yeah. it. Let's Y'all, really get I, into I, it. I don't. I don't know if I could talk about this episode. It was really scary. Do you want I'm me really to spooked. do a synopsis? There were some. You? There were some scary ghosts. Were, hey Ray, what if you did a very brief but concise uh, synopsis that highlights the most important parts of the episode in a uh, sort of candid and uh, I would say um, maybe at, at the risk of losing some of the finer details. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why don't you drop that on us? Yeah, really um, I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to hear what that would sound like. Yeah, okay. I, I would love to hear what it would sound like. You know, maybe it would help you out if you um, if you wrote it all down beforehand on a wiki that uh, exists. Oh, sure. Let me just. Also, if you could do like a okay. like a funny like announcer voice. Yeah, if you did like a funny announcer voice and like oh, really like, it like out. what if you yeah. were the guy that talked yeah. about what happened last time on Dragon Ball Z? Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. like a a DJ, a donut jockey. A, yeah, a donut jockey because it's fighting Funans. Um, uh, oh, like oh, I I get it because donuts are round like a disc. They is. are round, and they've got uh, a hole yeah. in the middle like a disc does. Oh, that's very yeah. good, Ray. Wow, it, okay. it works on so many. It levels. It works on so many levels, and I really love. Just deconstructing your jokes um, in order to... I think that's the height of comedy is when you deconstruct jokes. It's really the height of comedy. And what also is the height of comedy is um, delaying you and the joke that you were... And the thing that you were going to do and delaying it a lot. The the Um, thing that you both asked me to do... I feel like we've... 
Yeah, so we've built it up enough. We need to like. We need to. Yeah, we've built. We need to, we've like, built it up. We've absolutely built it up. Are you like, sure need, that? I feel it needs like we to could, happen eventually. I feel maybe, like yeah, we could no, go maybe on we a should... little longer. Just draw it out just a little. Oh more. sure. Well, sure, sure. In that case, and I, I think that like why 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 half do in it? In this episode, why, why... we no. learned the story of Master Flambe. <laughs> it seems that long ago, the Master Chef cooked a masterpiece pizza for Princess Cupcake, but instead of waiting, she grabbed a slice at a place in town. Heartbroken, his ghost and his ghostly foodons, slice and Frenchy Latoast, not to mention the grease blobs, haunt the Flambe mm-hmm. forest and the mansion to this day. When Claudia locates them, she plots to use the ghost foodons to, ter- to terrorize the kids and steal their foodons. First, she kidnaps Kayla, then uses her hostage to, to lure the kids to the haunted mansion. Then, once the kids are inside, the haunting begins. But, once again, Claudia's plan is foiled when the ghost of Master Flambe shows up, and believing Kayla is Princess Cupcake, gets her to eat his masterpiece pizza. She thinks it tastes good, and having received the approval he was looking for, Master Flambe's ghost finally rests. Now, Ray, I, I loved that take, and, you know, like, you know, obviously, like, this, for the, for your professional... Um, for my real, for your real, exactly. Like I love that take. Um, yeah, I was wondering yeah. if you could if you could do another take um, as like you know like a horse race announcer, right? You know, one who goes really really fast. Oh yeah. yeah. Could you do like a horse In race? In this announcer? episode, we learned the story of Master Flambe. It seems that long ago, the Master Chef cooked a masterpiece pizza for Princess Cupcake, but instead of waiting, she grabbed a slice at a place in town. Heartbroken, his ghost and his ghostly food on slice and Frenchy Latos, not to mention the grease blobs on the floor, Flambe forest in the mansion to this day. When Claudia locates them, she plots to use the ghost food on to terrorize the kids and steal their foods. First, she kidnaps Kayla, then uses her hostage to lure the kids to the haunted mansion. Then, once the kids are inside, the haunting begins. But once again, Claudia's plan is foiled when the ghost of Master Flambe shows up and believing Kayla is Princess Cupcake. It gets her to eat a masterpiece pizza. She thinks it tastes good, and having received the approval he was looking for, Master Flambe fails. Ghost finally rests. Now I like that. Now I, I like that one. I think that I think that that was maybe the best one yet. It it was very good. Can I just? But I still think that there's there's like we could probably keep going, right? Mm-hmm. Like like we could like there's definitely keep going on this bit. There's, there's definitely a better like yeah. rendition of this um, that we just haven't thought of yet. Yeah. Could we get like um? Could we get like a? Could we get like a real like? A deep, sultry. (laughs) Just make it real. Make it get real into the microphone. I'd love to. Please. In this episode, (laughs) we learned the story of Master Flambe. It seems that long ago, the Master Chef cooked a masterpiece pizza for Princess Cupcake. But instead of waiting, she grabbed a slice out of place in town. Heartbroken, his ghost and his ghostly food on slice and Frenchy Latos. Not to mention the okay. grease blobs. All right, I am. I have to. But can I just? I have to stop this. But can I say this? Can I say this? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Say this. All. All of the names. Every single one of the names in this show in Fighting Foodons mm-hmm. would be uh, a really good racehorse name. Slice Frenchy Latos. Frenchy coming up at the back as Noodle Later, Sandra Sidges coming up at the side, as Applegator coming up, Claudia coming up at the thing. You know? Yeah, no. I do. I do. I see it. I also I'm, I'm I also fan. just get that vibe of like um I used to go to those like like uh auctions with my with my aunt oh, where sure. they would just like talk at the speed of sound and try to sell stuff to people and you'd have to like raise the number and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um literally that, but with fighting foodons. Just start selling foodons away. Oh gosh. Yeah. Hmm. That's just a food auction. So what happens, what happens in this universe? I feel it. Like what happens in this universe? I mean, I when think you, I like... made it pretty clear. That... 
Master well, Flan Base well, goes finally rests. <laughs> <laughs> She was now right. She wasn't asking what happens in this episode. She was asking what happens in the universe. Oh, in the yes, universe. I'd like to know what happens in the universe of fighting Fudon. So when the- you go to a f- okay, let her no, finish ahead. her thought. Go it's ahead. over. It's done. No, I no, finished no, it you already. Gotta finish. I'll n- I want to know, please. I've already finished it and had dessert. But you didn't <laughs> even have the main course. I skipped it for dessert. Wow. I mean, you're valid. What happens in the fighting food on cinematic universe when you, you just like, well, like, 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 there's gotta be like fast food here, right? So like you buy a happy meal, slap a meal ticket on it, stronger <laughs> or weaker than like a normal food on, right? Uh, yeah. I, I don't. Or is that like, is that like, are they like henchmen? Cause there's so many of them. I think it's corporate. Yeah. I think it's corporate zombies, zombie food, corporate zombie food. Speaking of zombie food. Now. <laughs> Now this actually is a isn't because I don't I don't know if there are like fast food joints around. It seems like I don't know what time period this is supposed to take place in. It kind of seems yeah. It like, seems to jump around. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because it it really does feel like I don't know, like you know, definitely like 1900s, but you like maybe like you know earlier, but like also there's it, it, uh, Claudia gives them exploding tape deck, and also Dad is a GI dad. Like, I'm not sure, but I do what I, I am curious if you, if you like buy a meal from like a food cart or a restaurant or whatever, and then slap a meal ticket on it, do you have to pay for it? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Sorry, I've bestowed sentience upon my meal. I'm not paying for this. Yeah. No, no, no. Sir Dumpling will pick up the check. They just, they just got made. What if it's like Pokemon rules where if somebody else owns it and by knowing it's there's there has to be some sort of either yes this is yours or a money transaction involved before you could meal ticket something. I think that if somebody else makes the food and then you put a meal ticket on it it won't listen to you uh unless you have a certain number of gym badges. Ah, uh, sure, 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 sure. I I'm I'm wondering what is our personal record for longest gone without talking about the episode? Well, I think Ray just summarized it pretty well. Hey, Ray, could you drop that summary again? <laughs> yes. Just so we have it. Yeah, but, but this In time... this episode. But, uh-huh. but, this, but this time, read it as if you are giant and destroying a city while doing it. And also read every other word. <laughs> seems long! Slice! Heart! Forest! Ghost! Hostage <laughs> mansion <laughs> foiled. <laughs> Finally rests. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now it's Mars' turn to die. die. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now read it like your beef steak. <laughs> beef steak. Beef steak. Oh, that's got to be the best one yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you monsters. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, uh... <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the episode now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. in that episode, rem- like we start by learning the story of Master Plumbe. 
<laughs> it seems that long ago, the master chef cooked messed meat pizza for Francisca. Oh no! <laughs> but instead of waiting, she grabbed a slice at a place in town. Oh, oh my god! I can't Marble. believe it. Did he get heartbroken in his drama. ghost and ghostly foodons? Mm-hmm. I think their names. Oh, was... you'll never believe what their names were. <laughs> uh, I think it was Frenchie Latos and Slice. Not in that order. Not, not to mention the grease blobs. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't, can't they, forget the grease. Don't blobs. forget the grease blobs. <laughs> yeah, and now they haunt the Flambe Forest and the mansion to this day. To the still day? now, even now, right now well, it's been not, ages. Not now. After the episode is over, oh, because we oh, freed the ghosts. Wait, right, no. Okay. But what does this episode take place in the future? Maybe it's it. There is. There's a very post-apocalyptic vibe in fighting food on. Yeah. I feel. What, there is. what if that's the reason why the, it seems like it takes place in all times is because it's post-apocalyptic and it's real and it's now. I think they're in purgatory. <laughs> I think that Chase has been in a coma and <laughs> and he's and all of the the things that happen are just people bringing in food and he smells it and then he's like, oh, what if? <laughs> yeah, because like his, you know, his family like is like waiting for him to wake up at the hospital. He can't eat the meals, right. but they just bring in like gourmet dinners mm-hmm. and just like sit right next to him and just like feast up, right. Is Claudia his cat? He, yeah, Claudia's, oh, Claudia's oh his cat. Oh, no. I hate this. His dad, uh, Oslo and the meatballs. <laughs> Oslo's, Oslo's the doctor. Oslo's the doctor, right. Uh, no, Oslo's the doctor. And then he just has six dads, all named meatballs. Six, yes, six right. polyamorous fathers named meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. This is the first coma headcanon that's actually been good. The only, Absolutely. the only coma headcanon that is good. So after that, Claudia locates when when <laughs> when Claudia locates them, she plots to use the foodons <laughs> to yeah. terrorize the kids and steal their foodons. No, right now, okay, now this is a very funny bit, and I and I do like it. I don't know what you're talking about. This <laughs> isn't I, a bit. This is the episode. <laughs> but also. There are some other things that happen that this sentence, this paragraph, cannot hope to encapsulate. That's I, true. There are a couple very good things that happen, and I and I don't want to I don't want to gloss over the very good things that happen in this episode. Right, I'm, listen, I'm right. I'm back to really liking this show. By the way, me oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. We got to talk about how we got to talk about the musical number. We yeah. got to talk about the first of all. So okay, so um. That's not a joke, audience. It's not so a you, joke. You may think we're you may think we're misleading you. This isn't a Keith from Yu-Gi-Oh situation. No. Now I have a question, and the answer is no. But does this? Oh my god! I'm sorry. This isn't going to be in the episode, but I did go to YouTube and and saw that there's a Joker versus Pennywise epic rap battles of history. Well, we're watching I've it. Post aged. it in the chat. We're reacting I've to aged. it together. Please, no, no, this, no. We talked about it. Now we have to react to it together. Put it in the group chat, Mars. I'm. It's put it in the group chat. Put it in the group this chat. Can't be put it in, in the group chat. This can't be in the episode. Put it in the group. Yes, it can. Put it in the group it chat. It cannot be it in the can episode. Be. The only thing standing in the way of it being in the episode is your fears. In this episode, we have to cast them away. And, and follow our dreams. Day. Why? <laughs> why are you? Do- why are you doing this to me? I'm I'm the holding all of you hostage it. until we watch this video. Why, why are you doing this to me, my friend Mars? And it's ghostly food. You're doing this to me, your friend Mars. I'm sorry, Mars. You can't stop it. It's history. On the Flambe Forest in the mansion to this day. This is educational. We need to teach our audience what it means when the Joker. Against Pennywise. Do we really, though? We don't. We don't. 
You're right. You're right. Katniss versus Hermione, though. We got to do that no. one. Oh, that's a princess rap battle. Oh, that's not even from the same person. It's a it's a spinoff. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Where she kidnapped. So what I was hoping to find out was if the song that's in this know. episode exists isolated on the internet already, or if I will have to do that. And I mean, I'll do that anyway. But like, I'm just wondering. There are many. Oh, they have, hey, what about Ronald McDonald versus the Burger King epic rap battles of history? Those are just foodons fighting. That's just foodons fighting marble. What if you? What if it was? Hey, wouldn't it be wacky if it was uh, Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg? Can we? That just... would be. That would be really funny. If it, what if it was Freddy Krueger versus Wolverine? That that'd be like really silly. I'm deleting this from the group chat. I'm deleting that from the group chat. We're not. <laughs> you better not delete this part of the episode. No, I, I, can't, I can't delete it now. What about Ash Ketchum versus Charles Darwin? Right, Wouldn't that be funny and silly I, if they if they did that? So so <laughs> Chase, Kayla, Oslo, Python, they are going through Deadpool a forest. Deadpool versus Boba Fett. They're going through a forest <laughs> and they reach a sign, and Python starts to read it out. And he, he it reads in this episode, we learn the story of Master Flaw Mike. It seems a long ago. The Master Chef cooked a masterpiece for the guys. <laughs> <laughs> We get a flashback to this dude, Master Flambe, this young up-and-coming chef in the town, ta- in the castle or town in this or whatever castle town that we're at. I guess in Castle Town, and uh, it's run by Princess Cupcake, I suppose. And something that you need to understand about Master Flambe is that he requires other people's validation in order to uh, feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Princess Cupcake is like. Hey, I'd like a pizza, my dude. And he's like, chill, let me go spend three to five hours making you a pizza. And it's a really big pizza, to his credit. Mm-hmm. But understandably, I think Princess Kepke was like, that's a really long wait time for a pizza. I'm hungry now. I'll go to somewhere else where they already make pizza. And then she did it, and it was good. And Master Flambe was like, cool, I'm just going to wait here and stand here by this pizza until I die. And, that, and then he does. And then, he, and then does. he dies. Did the princess never come back? No. She she left to go to another pizza place, and she just stayed there forever. She she moved in. What I think is that, like, Master Flambe went to his own kitchen, and, like, uh, like not in the castle, and then Princess Cupcake just didn't know where it was. And just kept you ever rolling. do you ever make plans with someone and then you're like super excited to make plans and then you do it and then you get so excited that you forget to tell them where it is all the time and like when and the where and when of it you're just like let's go to the yeah. arcade I'm so excited to go to the arcade and then you're both like yeah the arcade I can't wait to go to the arcade and then six hours later it's time to go to the arcade and you're like why am I here alone oh no I didn't tell my friend where the arcade was or what time we were meeting now I'm just playing DDR alone oh no I turned away for one second and now I don't know where my dad is and I'm alone in the arcade and I don't know what to do yeah that and I don't have a cell time. phone because it's 1990. Uh, ish, probably. Ish. Yeah, there were cell phones, but not everyone had one. That's that's relatable. For, that's that's relatable for people, right? Uh huh. I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're definitely. I've done that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I would just, I would just use my pager. I would just page my dad. I was a pager when you were rich enough to have a pager. How old would you have been in 1999? Uh, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> 
And you had a pager? Oh, What's yeah. What's up, folks? This is my child, Mars, and they got a pager. They're yeah. two years old. Uh. Yeah. What up? What up? It's me, baby Mars. I got a pager. I get called down to the hospital all the time. It's really just exhausting. And the work-life balance isn't great. It's a, is that, oh gosh, now I want a a TV show on NBC called Life on Mars. It's about Mars as a two-year-old baby being a doctor with a pager in some hospital. I'm afraid to, there is already a show from like the six, Neil Patrick Harris, Dookie Hauser or whatever, that is Uh, about a child who is a doctor. Yeah, but you're two and you have a pager. It's different. Okay. Anyway. uh, Now, Claudia. Yeah. You know, she goes to this haunted mansion. She meets up with Frenchie Latos and Slice, who best names in the universe. Are by the way, so good. Yeah. I love them both so much. They're both great, and they're gay, and they're gay and in love, and they're gay. Yes, um, with their many, many children, the Grease Blobs, and Slice and Frenchie Latos are uh, really bummed out that Master Flambe isn't his ghost isn't around anymore. He's just sort of like he pieced it's out. It's a square. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm 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 sorry. It's been a difficult couple of weeks for me, so sometimes that just happens. <laughs> Shape of hauntings. Um, let's continue. <laughs> Ray. Ray. We didn't even talk about the song. Like not yet. This we we brought it up and we hyped it and then we didn't even talk about it. I think Ray put it best when we watched the episode when when he said, "Uh, Danny Elfman, who?" <laughs> yeah. All right, I, I, I'm going to, I've brought back up the episode because I am going to find the exact moment because we're going to listen to, I'm going to put the song in the episode. We're going to listen to it right before we talk about it. Ghost Radio, Art Ghost Radio. Did we just, yep. Wow, it's, it's not easy being uh, unprecedented genius. Oh, that too, I guess. It's not easy to be attacked with gooey cheese. Are we doing that now? Let's do it now. <laughs> if you dare to come into the forest of Flambe, you will find the goblins gobbling Greeks blots on the way. <laughs> Careful not to lose your way and step on pizza ghosts. Slice would not be happy, not to mention Frenchy Littost. <laughs> If you're scared, then we're the reason. <laughs> oh, and that's why that's why uh, omelet wasn't in the thing. Oh, that's uh, omelet. Omelet went back into the meal cart because she didn't go with. Because omelet was scared. Okay, omelet was scared. Uh, legit, that song rules. I am. I'm a hundred percent. If you're scared, then if we're you're the scared, reason. then we're the reason. I love that. It's a good song. I welcome to the Halloween episode of Deck welcome of to the Halloween episode of Deck of Friendship. I am. We gotta save this one for Halloween now. <laughs> yeah. We're recording it now, but it'll come out Halloween, Halloween 2020. Halloween is all the time if you're gay. I and I am. I am at my most powerful now. And whenever this song plays. You you said that when the episode was airing, and I felt it in my bones. I am going to make that song my ringtone. Yes, Yes. absolutely. I'm so proud of you, Mars. I'm so happy for you. You're so good. Right now. My goth energy, my spooky goth energy is... My spooky goth energy, who is also a coward, so can't handle real scary things, 
is this so is overflowing. This is incredibly, Jesus, incredibly that is powerful. So relatable. Yeah, I never, I've never vibed with you this much. <laughs> <laughs> Holy heck! It's it's a good creepy silly song. Yeah, I would describe my aesthetic as lazy goth. Like I'm goth, but also like I stay in bed all the time and have awesome, cool, epic goth dark circles under my eyes from from staying in bed all the time. Okay, uh, quick uh, aside. Okay. I'm definitely. Uh, uh, why are we friends? Because I'm definitely a preppy friend. L- look, well, uh, the 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 division between goths and preps is artificial. Yeah, and, that's and fair. Only serves to to keep us deepen weak. the divide yeah. in the in the working class. Yeah, I like you know like it's it's just you know like you know it's 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 I was trying to say something smart so it would be a joke so I would say something smart that would sound like a joke because it but it would be smart and real but it would be a joke for the podcast um, about like you know class inequality or whatever. Um, but I just couldn't pull it together. I just couldn't pull it together. Yeah, well, I just sort of said that thing that wasn't true about class and I mean, goths and preps. The truth. Yeah, I... But sometimes it's fun to just say words. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's fun to just, just say, say stuff. Yeah, yeah and for example... That's, that's the that's the fun thing, is that we're the ones with the podcast, so nobody can stop us. It's yeah, true. you're right. In this episode, we learned the story of Master Flambe. Hey, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. It's a really fun no, song. No, 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 no. It's a great song. Oh, no, it's you're right. It's the best song ever made. Yeah, it's really... What about... What about uh, Unwritten by Natasha Benningfield? I haven't heard that one, but it's probably not as good as If You're Scared Then We're the Reason by the Grease Blobs. If You're Scared and We're the Reason is such a good title. Yeah, yeah. I I want I want Slice and Frenchie Latoast on a t-shirt that I would wear. Can Can I be honest here? I don't like Slice. You don't like Slice? He's kind of mean and rude. I mean, look... You know, and he, used fake. You don't tears. have to agree with what a what a character does. No, in I can order be to... wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's okay, right? You can say things that are just untrue and bad and wrong. That's fun. Here's the thing: Slice did crying tears and then attacked children after making them lower their guard. So that's the thing: is that like he's a complex character. Just because he's problematic doesn't mean we can't enjoy his his the the, the intricacies of. Of that's fair, f- yeah. and like what? also, <laughs> how, I might need a second pass how, watching it. How can you not like slice? He attacks with gooey cheese. He does attack with gooey cheese. He has a scythe. He is pretty cool. He's also in a gay relationship with Frenchie Latos. For okay, sure, I'm turning around on Slice again. Now, the, and, yeah, yeah, and and also the thing is, Slice is just protecting his boyfriend because they literally set Frenchie Latos on fire. So like. Mm. Actually, twice. They set him on fire twice. Plus- Which is, like, one more than the uh, amount of times that it's acceptable to set someone on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if you opinion. are Frenchie Latos. Even if you're Frenchie Latos. Now, I do understand Slice a bit more, because I did think about it. He's doing all these things, all these bad things, so he could get his master back. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, there's a lot of grief and loss in there. And, and also there's probably the- a lot of anger and frustration, and- so I get it. And also, they're being manipulated by Claudia for her own selfish gains. Because that's what Claudia do. Yes, and I love her, but like you know, it's like there's a lot of complex. There's a lot of layers to the story. Is what I'm getting at. Uh, the, right. The, she's, the, the she's, story she's, of Master you know, Flambe. You're, seems you you're, she's Master like, you're not supposed to like Claudia. She's complex. You know, she's like an interesting character. Like I should say, you're not supposed to agree with Claudia, but you can like her because, like, you know, she's she's got that. I, no, never mind. Uh huh. <laughs> I was gonna say she has that Walter White vibe. <laughs> 
<laughs> she does bad things, but you know, like she's complex and stuff, and that's why she's interesting to watch. So I mean, she is. But uh, the thing is, is that that I I can't compare a great character to Walter White. <laughs> <That's> um. <laughs> so so Chase Kayla. Uh, actually, Kayla gets kidnapped immediately. Um, uh, Chase, Python, Oslo, the Meatballs, uh, Omelette. An Omelette. An Omelette. Don't forget Omelette. Uh, yeah, Ch- uh, okay, actually, we do have to talk about this. So, we're, we're 40 minutes in. We're not even really past the first five minutes of the episode. Um, I thought we covered the episode already. I mean, in a sense. Remember when in this episode we, can, we learned we the story of Master Flambe? It seems that long ago the Master Chef cooked a masterpiece pizza for Princess Cupcake. Now, Marble, I do love that take, but could you read it like, um... Just say no more. Say no more. In this episode, we learned the story of Master Flambe. I was going to say it like a ghost. It seems that long ago the Master Chef cooked a But I guess this could be like a ghost. Like, a ghost could sound like Cupcake. this. But Can't... instead of waiting, she grabbed a slice at a place. I don't know, Ray. What do you think? Do you think ghosts could sound like this? Oh ghost, yeah, no, for sure. And his ghostly food on slice and Frenchy like toast. Not to mention the <laughs> grease blobs, Auntie Flambe so, forest, and the mansion to this Frenchy day. Toast just when Claudia locates them, carries she off wants to Kayla use the ghost food because to terrorize Princess the Cupcake steal their food uh, looks Kayla remarkably like Kayla. For no reason whatsoever, unless once the kids are inside, there is an unless. But I want to wait till Marvel is done to get to it. Claudia's plan is foiled when the ghost of Mr. Flambe shows up, and Princess carries off. Gets her to eat his masterpiece uh, pizza. She thinks it tastes good. And leaves. And then and then drops. Ghost finally rests. And then Frenchie Latoast drops. Says airmail and then drops a uh, a cassette tape or, or, or a tape deck player. Um, it's from Claudia, who uh, seems to seems to have known everything that Chase was going to say uh, because she like responds to things that he says in this recorded tape. It's because she's best friends with them. Like, don't even lie. S- yeah, secretly she knows them so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says. This tape will explode in three seconds. And, and then like, three seconds no pass. And a little, a little Claudia goofy face Bobblehead on a thing. spring jack-in-the-boxes out of it. And Chase is like, ha, I knew it. And then it explodes. <laughs> and then it explodes. And, and then, then this explodes. is the part where Chase dies and is in a coma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, also, and then they go through the forest and there are some spooky occurrences that happen. Can I say the funniest joke in this episode, though? The thing that made Please, me laugh yes, the hardest yes. is they look through the forest and then we see through the eyes of, of Chase or Python or whoever as they scan the forest and there are like shadows or whatever. And But there doesn't seem like there's anything going on. And then they look around and look down and there's just a sign that says boo. <laughs> <laughs> You don't expect that. It was very absolutely comical. Claudia placed that. I will oh, accept 100%. no, oh, no yeah. other. They even yeah. bring up the fact that Claudia is the one who did that. They s- mm-hmm. And then they curb stomp the sign because they're like, nah. They're like, none of this. None of this. Boo who um, is what they said. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, Frenchie Latoast shows up and doesn't. Actually, some- Frenchie Latoast is chasing them and a meatball falls out of the cart and it's. And uh, we all were in slow motion for a second. <laughs> like, no! We all thought. Because legit, 
I was kind of feeling that after episode three, that like they were giving up on the meatballs. And then Chase was like, no, and saved the meatball by. That was so good. By standing in front of the scythe that French Toast was bringing down on the meatball. And it's just like Chase would take a bullet for the meatballs. I love it so true. much. Like, he values them as much as he values himself. I love this. I love you, Chase. You're such a good boy. Honestly, Chase, like this this moment gave you so many, so many points. So many. Yeah. So many. So many. And it's framed the the shot is framed that Oslo and Python are looking, and th- it looks like there's a scythe in Chase's head for a good ten seconds. Yeah, like legit. And they're like, Chase, are you okay? And there's just no response. And then the camera turns, and we see that the scythe folded it on itself and just kind of boinked Chase in the head. Because it was tinfoil. It's just aluminum foil! Right. But the point still stands, Chase would take a bullet. Oh, well, Chase didn't know. Chase didn't know. Like, that's the thing. It's Chase... Chase Chase loves those meatballs, and I'm so here for it. And we love those meatballs. And I love that Chase. Yeah. What a good show. Yeah. Uh, What a good Chase. um, So then they attack... (laughs) And then they just beat up, just beat <laughs> up Frenchie Latoast so yeah. hard. Uh, Chase- and Frenchie Latoast is like in fetal position on the ground, and they're all just standing in a circle kicking him. Yeah, like Chase <laughs> and then- uses a frying pan. Python is beating him over the head with a ladle, and then loses the ladle and grabs Omelette. Uh-huh. <laughs> what does that- ha- what happens, Mars? Omelette breathes fire onto Frenchie Latoast, and thus confirming that yes, in fact- Omelette is wicked powerful, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's only a taste, I'm sure, of Omelette's capabilities, is breathing do you, fire. Do you think that We have merely scraped the tip of the iceberg. Do you think that um, the scene in episode three with the spicy food was a hint to the fact that Kayla loves spicy foods and therefore Omelette also has fire powers? Oh! Oh. Am I reading too far into this? No, no, that's good. The, yeah, okay. And and fried ricer says fried ricer, and so does Chase sometimes when he says fried <laughs> ricer's name. And there's okay. connections. There's connections, you know. Absolutely. I really thought you were on my side for a second there, Mars. <laughs> no. Oh, and here's the thing: is that listen, Mas- Master Flambe uh-huh. is shown to be very, very sentimental, and Slice attacks with gooey cheese. Ah. ah. Is that the train from Deck of Friendship? It is the train from Deck of Friendship. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. Claudia has legit kidnapped Kayla and She has to know that's a trope. Yeah. And right. then Come on, Claudia. Come on, come on, Claudia. It's 2019. Yeah. It's tw- come on. 2019, it's, Claudia. What are you doing? It's 2019. You took the girl Claudia. one. Um and then Why not take Chase? Why not why, why not take, Why not take Python? Python definitely deserves to get taken. Yeah. Yeah, come on, Claudia. Look, if any if anybody on this show is meant is like born to play the like danger prone kidnap victim of the show, it really should be Python. Like yeah. mm-hmm. not that any show needs that archetype, but if you're gonna have it, let it be Python. I mean Python does fall for traps. Just constantly. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, Kayla is like, you know, pretty level-headed and responsible most of the time. That's why if you take Kayla out of the equation, the team falls apart. Oh, absolutely. Ah. Here's the only, well, here's the real, here's the real business is that, is that if Kayla was there in the spooky forest, 
she would have been fine. Like, she's not scared. She would she would have been like, this is stupid. She would have been like, that sign says boo, those are grease blobs, that's Frenchie Latos, let's move on. Yeah. It's and and uh but instead she gets um gagged with gobstoppers. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. Uh-huh. I thought gobstopper was like a brand name. Oh, she said gabstopper. Yeah, I was gonna say Wait, she said gabstopper? Oh my god. She did. <laughs> See, that's why like she couldn't talk because it was like it gab stops you from stopper. gabbing. That okay. Now I'm back I'm circling back around because actually that is maybe the best pun in this show. <laughs> <laughs> that might actually be the best pun that maybe anyone's ever told. Like, wow, okay. Never never mind. No criticisms here. However, this does this does imply that the uh the fight fighting foodons and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory are part of the same like cinematic universe. Well, Willy Wonka caused the apocalypse that that we're now living in. Like, obviously, right? Yes, right. I mean, like he 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 got too close. He flew too close to the sun. He made like food and candy that was alive, and then th- it's all downhill from there. Really, like yeah. Willy Wonka, Charlie Charlie started the glutton cult. <laughs> Actually, oh wow, <laughs> Willy! Oh my God, okay. Charlie Bucket is the original King Glutton. <gasps> Oh, Charlie fucking no! What? Ah. Then the other children have to team up to overthrow him. And yeah. that's the start of the rebellion. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so then, then it splits into uh, two different timelines. They win. <laughs> that's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory timeline. It's an, it's another generation. It's the the next ah. generation mm-hmm. of Willy Wonky. And, and then when they lose, when the heroes fail, then we end up in the Fighting Food on universe. Okay, now, which one of these splits off into the Hunger Games universe? Because it kind of seems like we're <laughs> heading that way. <laughs> well, obviously- in, in the far future. Far future, if, yes. Okay, if so, Team Chase fails. So, Hunger Games- This is, this is after the- th- Hunger Games takes place after the food ons have been eradicated. Okay. But, bef- but like, before- Well, it's it also takes place after- um, like long after Garfield. the the world had been split into <laughs> Garfield. Wait, yeah, Garfield. Whatever. Uh, yeah, why not? I was going to say eats. the world had been split into different districts to try to curb the food on menace. Wait, yeah. hold on. I, Wait I a second. Was Wait it a this second. Podcast where we talked about the future with Garfield, or was that a different podcast I had? I think that was a different one. Oh no. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So much to Garfield's chagrin, I would to- say. But okay. But but but. But after the Hunger Games times is the Attack on Titan times, because the Titans are really just big foodons. Okay, that, that's my time. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Um, okay, I'm reeling us back into the foodons timeline in this episode right here. All I'm saying is that there is a suggested viewing order for, for Fighting Foodons, Hunger Games, Attack on Titan, and... The other thing we said. Charlie and the, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wonkia. And and here's the other part about it, is that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory are two different timelines. Yes. Another layer, another layer, anyway. another layer. <laughs> anyway. What happened here? Um, Kayla's what? taking- <laughs> What? There's, I, they get Ray, to the Ray, mansion. Ray looking upon the crime scene that is this bit. <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> they get to, what happened here? Team Chase gets to the mansion, right? Yes, Team Chase gets to the mansion. And then Claudia's like, now the real fun begin- begins, yeah. 
And well, didn't they? They won like they won the the, the mansion in a contest, and yeah, but yeah. Mario went in before you them and got captured. Right. Yes, and she got stuck in a painting, and then they have to go in and and free her. Yeah. yeah. And dispersed with all of this, like Mars said, is uh, Kayla getting messing with Claudia and trying to escape? Oh, that's oh, why oh, we get to oh, the gas oh, stoppers. Oh, 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 I forgot about the most important part of this episode, and that is when Kayla um, long distance kicks Claudia in the back of the head. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Powerful. I want to do that. I want to do that. It's like throwing your voice, but with kick. <laughs> Kayla Th- throwing your kick kicked off her shoe, hit Claudia with it, and the shoe landed back on her foot perfectly. Perfectly. It was okay. Amazing. So I think Kayla might be the most powerful food on. Kayla might be the most powerful food on. Kayla and Alma together unleashed. Are the most they fuse. Food on. They fuse at the end of the series. When they when they introduce fusion cuisine, yes, Kayla and and, and you know, and usually you know, humans and gems can't. Fu- wait, hold on. Wait, wait, no. Hold on. Another layer? Question <laughs> mark. It might be. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, uh. So Claudia and Kayla are having hijinks, essentially. Basically, yeah. Chase and friends come inside. It's creepy, and they're getting chased around by. Slight no, it's still Frenchy Latoast. It's still Frenchy Latoast. <laughs> it's like Frenchy Latoast wearing a sheet, I guess. Um, and then the sheet catches on fire. Yeah, Frenchy Latoast has bad luck with fire this episode. Honestly, yeah. honestly. And then they start to beat him up, and then his boyfriend comes and protects. Slice. Him. Stop beating up my boyfriend. Slice says. That's what he says, and then he attacks with gooey cheese. He does attack with gooey cheese, and also a real scythe. Yes. yes. A real scythe. One that isn't um, aluminum foil, but is real and deadly and sharp and can kill you. Right. That's when the foodons happen. See, I feel like I feel like this is a situation where Slice had uh like in, in his creation, you know, when he was created, he had a scythe as like his his like I don't know, his weapon. You know, like Fried Ricer has clothes. It's not like it's not like we don't know why, but he does because he's a food on. And and Slice was just materialized with a scythe. Well, right, yeah. Frenchy Latoast didn't have a cool weapon, and he was jealous. So uh, Slice tried to help his boyfriend make one, <laughs> but it was, all they had around the <gasps> house was aluminum foil. That, this is cute. It's actually incredibly cute. I love that. I, I know. love that. It's also incredibly true. Yeah. I looked it up in the patch notes for this episode. <laughs> yeah, it says, in this episode, we learned the story of Master Flambe. Slice also gives his boyfriend, Frenchy Latoast, an aluminum foil scythe to make him feel better. Wait, did we watch episode 4.005 or 4.0010? Because, like, that's the most recent version. and we Oh, did- we watched 4.008, Return the Cheese. Well, <sighs> I, kept mine at, at, I kept mine at 008 because... That uh, f- it's easier to get like custom firmware, like yeah. just homebrew it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then because uh, you can sort of you can you can run Doom on your Fighting Foodons episode four. Yeah, because if you if you update to Fighting Foodons episode four point one eight or whatever I said, then uh, you just like you're complete. Like ha- the hackers haven't figured it out yet, and like it's really yeah, really not difficult. yet. They will. I'm they sure they will but, eventually. Like, it's like take a minute. If, you know, if there's anybody working on it, like right now, it really seems like there's only like one person out there who's really interested in hacking Fighting Food on episode four specifically. It's Claudia. it's a really small but dedicated community. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. You- of Claudia and Claudia alone. <laughs> I you know I now like you know it's just so much easier for me rather than like you know playing Pokemon games in an emulator on my computer, you know, it, having it on the go when, by playing it on Fighting Food on Episode 4 is really so handy. 
Mm-hmm. Is this bit for anyone? It's for it's someone. For me. It's, it's for it's Marvel. For me. It's for me. Um, there's a real scythe involved, so therefore the f- the Fudons have to start fighting instead of humans, because we don't want to see humans die. And then they do a bad job of it immediately. Yeah, they get gooey cheesed. They get they get attacked with gooey cheese. I can't. We can't stress this enough that there there is gooey cheese, and it is highly effective against Fudons and subduing them. When is somebody yeah. gonna whip up a little matzo ball? I'm I'm waiting. I'm, I'm because waiting like, for, I'm waiting. Because the Fudons took a fall this time. They did. Yeah. They did take a fall this time, but I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, okay. I want to follow your bit, but this does go into the episode where they legit lost, and the only reason why they won is because a ghost intervened. Well, honestly, like I enjoyed the like I enjoyed the amount of like foodons, like new ones that were involved in this yeah. because I was ready for a brawl, and this was a foodon free for all mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh. At, so, but, but, <laughs> so but those were lyrics from the song. I feel like I should point that out due to the no, silence. No, it was the lyrics from the song. I just like due, I was due to the silence. I feel like I had to say something. No, I, I was silent because I knew. <laughs> I was just desperately trying to remember any of the yeah. other lyrics to the song. Anything. I was just like, I was really trying to continue the bit, and then instead, I just sat there in silence, and, <laughs> and I'm like, uh huh. Let me yeah. process my brain power to think of words. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot to chew. I understand. Mm. Marble. Take some time. To, yeah. Sir, I, I, uh, I, I don't want you to think that we're grilling you or anything. <laughs> I think you should have stewed on that joke a little more. <laughs> this is embraced thing. This is embraced. Panini. Em, Let's em, move on. Embr- panini. <laughs> hey, 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 Panini. Don't be a meanie. Panini. Not, little not sex. Panini. No, legit, the Fudons lose. The Fudons lose, and then there's a ghost that comes out of a painting. But also, Kayla escapes. How does Kayla escape? Oh, Kayla's escape. Hey, Marble, can you tell us how Kayla escapes? So, she eats the gab stoppers, which are chewy, question mark? I guess they're chewy. Um, Well, it's probably the thing if, like, if you lick off the hard shell, then... Then there's, like, a a chewy center. It's like a hard gumball. Yeah, like, it's a hard gumball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But either way, she swallows the the what the 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 gab stoppers uh, because it turns out they're pretty good. Pretty mm-hmm. They're pretty decent. Mm-hmm. They're pretty decent. That's what Kayla says. She said she looks into the camera and says, "Those are pretty decent." <laughs> um, and then she starts screaming. Yeah, which is like if you're kidnapped and your captors are not around, probably the probably the smartest yeah, thing good, you can do in that good situation. Move. Good move. And Omelet, who was hiding in the Mac cart uh, outside the mansion, hears Kayla. And flies into the window, which is awesome <laughs> because I I, I want to know what the range on Omelette's flight is. I want to know Omelette's specs. Yeah, you know <laughs> they're infinite. Is the problem? I, I know. It, so Omelette flies in <laughs> <laughs> and then is, gnaws well, the ropes is, off of no, Kayla. Hold on. Is Omelette flies in their their <laughs> smash intro card? <laughs> yes. Omelet flies in. Omelet flies in. Omelet confirmed for Smash as uh, the final DLC. Omelet burns it up. Oh uh, yeah. Well, um, oh, final Smash power toppings. Oh yes. Oh uh, yeah. You love to see it. Yeah. Very good. Final Smash beefsteak like charges towards the stage like oh. uh, Bowser Jr. at the end of Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Oh yes. And we get to hear the signature. Beefsteak. Yeah, and then Beefsteak pulls, beef out, a, pulls out a book. 
uh, and just sort of like reads aloud some passages and just beefsteak. Beefsteak. Because he's well-read. 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 So Amla just just like bites the ropes off of Kayla, like like they're licorice or something. Mm -hmm. Literally just like snaps right through in less than a second. They might be. They literally might be knowing, but then I feel like Kayla would be able to get out. Uh, I thought like Omelette was going to burn it, but nope. Oh, oh, actually, maybe Omelette did. Because think, like, you know, like, A, Omelette has the most powerful teeth of any food on their size, for sure. Um, But also, you know, chewing on the ropes, throw a little fire on it. Mm. You know, it's like spitting on something you're eating. We're doing better than the show at explaining things now. We always do. We have we have been <laughs> since we started, yeah, I feel. Fair. So Kayla's free. Kayla is free. Uh, and then is about to get killed by Slice, right? Is that the thing? Is that the thing that happens? I, yeah, yeah, she runs She runs into the room uh, where they're the all room. fighting and stuff. They run into the room. Me when I run into the room. Explains well, how she escaped. <laughs> yes, very quickly explains how she escaped. And then the ghost of Flambe appears. Yeah. And he says... Oh, it's the princess who left when I made that pizza. Here, eat I, it. I finished. I finished my pizza. Yeah, and she just went to Little C's and never came back. <laughs> well, you're here now. Eat the pizza. Eat the pizza. It's not Little C's, but it's good though. Yeah, she she got a five dollar hot and ready, and like I can't blame her for that. You know, the ghost shows up and offers food. Claudia pieces out and is like, I can't believe ghosts are real, and then goes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she's just out. Yeah, she's, she's gone. just out. She's done for the episode early, and it is not the last we've seen of her. No. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone, or Kayla's about to be like, um, actually, I'm not the. Pr-. And then Oslo just butts in and says, you know, you really shouldn't be seeking others' validations as a master chef. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but he does anyways. Is the thing but he falls over? He falls to the ground immediately. The Oslo says, as a master chef, your number one thing shouldn't be seeking validation from others. It should be making food because it's fun and great. And then Master Flambe falls over in the most dramatic sequence. Master Flambe reacts as if he was struck in the stomach by a baseball bat, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just topples over. Truth hurts, dude. Like Truth a, hurts, like Plumbe. But here's the other thing about it, Oslo, is that A, ghosts might not know that they're dead. B, ghosts have unfinished business and they're not gonna, mm-hmm. it's not gonna, they're not gonna be rational about it. They're ghosts. And also consider the fact that like, yeah, it's not necessarily healthy to need the validation of other people. But, you know, when, when, when you're, when, when you do need that validation, it's okay to seek as long as you have a positive and uplifting support network Absolutely. who's there for you. And I don't know if Miss, I, Miss, I feel like Master Flambe had that with, with Slice and, um, Frenchie Latos. Uh, how, how could you forget Frenchie Latos? I didn't forget Frenchie Latos. Let me live. Um, <laughs> but he still, he still wanted validation from whatever her name was. Princess the princess. Cupcake. Prince, it was her name. Prince, her name wasn't Princess Cupcake. It was. Princess it, was Cupcake. it was. It was. No, it wasn't. No, you're making. In, stuff in this up. episode, we learned the story of Master Flambe. It <laughs> seems that long ago, the Master Chef cooked up masterpiece pizza for Princess Cupcake. But instead of waiting, she oh, got a slice at, at the place in town. <laughs> Heartbroken, she went to little season says, "I want a pizza." Heartbroken, his ghost and his ghostly foodons, slice and Frenchula toast, not to mention the grease blobs, haunt the Flambe forest and the mansion to this day. When Claudia locates them, she plots to use the ghost foodons to terrorize the kids and steal their foodons. First, she kidnaps Kayla, uh, uses her as hostage to lure the kids to the haunted mansion. 
at Disney World. Then, once the kids are still inside, yes. the haunting begins. But, once again, Claudia's plan is defoiled. Sure, when the ghost of Master <laughs> Flambe shows up and believing Kayla is Princess Cupcake, Gets her to eat his masterpiece pizza. She thinks it tastes good, and having received the approval he was looking for, Master Flambe goes finally rest. Can I talk about this for a second? Because all Master Flambe needed was, oh yeah, this is pretty tasty. Bye. This is Dees. Like this is like this pizza's pretty all right. It's fine. That, I'll I'll that's eat all it. That's he wanted. Kayla looks at the camera and says, "This pizza's pretty decent and then he <laughs> just evaporates. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and that's the episode. And that's the episode. Um. Oh, and then the and then Master Flambe's portrait on the wall gets a smile on it and then it, it smiles and then and then master flambe is dead forever now thankfully he's at rest there is something that i want us to talk about here okay is it how is it how all paintings of people frowning can be turned into smiles if we avenge the ghosts of the people trapped inside them no but let us talk about this <laughs> <laughs> this is something i thought huh, of that's really good that's interesting maybe we can fix all sad portraits mona lisa I feel like she's neutral. She's neutral, but can we make her smile? Yeah, can we? Has Has anybody seen Mona Lisa's ghost anywhere? I mean, like, what's she up to these days? Yeah, she's who she need validation from. Mm, maybe she made a big pizza. We're making a new ghost show called. I'm, ga- I'm gonna hit up little. Yeah, I'm gonna hit up little C's and see if I can find Mona Lisa's ghost. <laughs> she's just chilling, eating a pizza. I'll pick up that. I'll pick up that hot and ready while I'm out there. Y'all want? Y'all want pepperoni? Ah, uh, yeah, that'd be great. No cheese for Mars, though. Yeah, no cheese and also oh, no right, pepperoni. No I am also vegetarian. Oh, okay. okay, can right, you do yes, half yes. cheese and... Well, just... Here, I'll give you extra money. Go get two pizzas. Okay, yeah. I mean, they're five bucks. Do, so. do they do they do cheeseless pizzas at Little C's? It's just bread. It's just, it's just bread. bread. I, highly, yeah, I highly doubt I it. I doubt it, but they do, they do have bread. They do have bread. They do have bread. Um, This episode is not endorsed by Little Caesars. I do want to talk about the fact... But hey, Little C's, if you're listening... Hit us up. If you, yeah. Hey, Little Caesar. Hit us up, wink, wink. If you want to do a sponsored episode of Deck of Friendship, you have 20 weeks. You have 20 weeks until we're done talking about this show. That's your window. You have 24 hours. And this isn't just for Little C's. This is for every food. Any, any, every food. Any, any food. Any Don't food. miss your chance. Don't miss your chance, food. Yeah. Hey, Don't do hey, it. Hey, Bell Pepper. We got you. <laughs> we got you, Bell Pepper. This, this episode of Deck of Friendship is sponsored by Bell Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're like peppers, but not spicy. And they, ring, ring, yeah, ring, ring. Who's hey, that at your door? Hey, little, 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 little grandma strawberry, like the grandma candy that's like the little strawberries. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got you. Hit, hit me up. Yeah. Hit me up. Deck of friendship at gmail dot com. You got your SEO number. Come on. Um, I want us to talk about the fact that there are food aunts that are ghosts. Actually, oh, yeah. you know what? That's did a they, good point. Because we got to talk about Slice and Frenchie La Toast for a second, and we didn't even talk about them, really, except for the fact that they're gay and in love and we love them a lot. Right. Like, what is the science behind this? Are they dead? They're not spoiled. So here, that's, that's different. That's the thing about it, right? A, we see Frenchie La, Co- La Toast um, vanish into thin air. We see that, for sure. So Frenchie La Toast is a ghost. Um, and they call them- More like Frenchie La Ghost. Frenchie La Ghost, <laughs> thank you. And- they also, because we've definitely seen, you know, the meatballs, for example, they talk to, like, they they tend to speak in, in fairly full sentences. They they have personalities. They talk. Oh, I know where we're going. I know where we're going. I know where we're going. You say you know where you're going, where where I'm going. I'm curious because I don't know where I'm going. I so do. I, Marvel, I, well, please. okay, so Frenchie Latoast and Slice speak in, like, full sentences and clearly have personalities and sentient thought and... 
Yeah, they have like they have they have likes and dislikes, and they are they are they have agency. They are they are fully realized beings. Well, some of the other foodons we've seen, aka beefsteak, fried ricer, only say their name. Um, and the difference between the two of them so far that we can see is that Frenchy Latoast and uh, Slice are ghosts. Therefore, it would stand to reason that the burnt meatballs through the process ah. of being burned may be in fact ghosts. Now, they were burned ghosts. They may be they may be ghosts. I see yeah. what I see what you're getting at. They were born ghosts. I love this. And like and ju- and here's the thing that we know about the Fighting Foodons universe is just because you're a ghost does not mean that you can't be beat up. So they have some sort of physical body, physical presence kind of even though they are ghosts. They also got <laughs> topping at sure. some point. Did, wait, the, did... the meatballs. So, like, they, the, oh, the, sure. This, this, this world can still affect them. Yes, they're probably ghosts. Right now, here's they, they can become an impenetrable wall of burnt meat. They right. can become an impenetrable wall of burnt meat. I actually wanted to talk about the grease blobs, though, because the grease blobs don't do anything in this episode except hang out in trees. Uh, and kind of look menacing. Who put a meal ticket on a grease blob? Well, Master Flambe. Now, here's the thing, right? I I feel like the grease blobs and the burnt meatballs are very similar in that, yes, like, yeah. the burnt meatballs were made without a meal ticket, but they still have sentience. And, and, and But, like, is there something inherent about food waste, food byproduct, burnt food, wasted food? that that gives sentience is what gives food on sentience maybe their will and drive to have one so we've already established that fighting food ons is post-apocalyptic yes for sure for sure for sure just saying just saying if if it, if if we are talking about a post-apocalypse in which food that is wasted and food byproduct that is wasted that gains sentience and starts rebelling against human beings this would be like the time for that. Well, well, then where does Willy Wonka fit into all of this? I guess we'll have to find out next. Is Willy Wonka? Where is somebody? Give me Willy Wonka's phone number. Where in the world him. is Willy Wonka? Where in the world is Willy Wonka? <laughs> he escaped out of the glass elevator. He's gone into hiding already. I mean, my main question was, how do ghost foodons exist? And that, I think that's something we should go back to moving forward. Well, because well, I think it sure. informs a lot about the burnt meatballs. There's a lot. There's a lot. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of the spooky forest mansion. Oh, we got to get out of the spooky forest? But I like being in the spooky forest, right? I mean, you can stay. I just, like, I have to go pick up the pizza for, you know, dinner for everyone. I don't want to, Just like, make... All right, fine. Just, you know, make sure... And I'm only saying this, Ray, because I care about you, but make sure that it doesn't attack with gooey cheese. I can't make any promises. Just do your best. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening to Deck of Friendship. If you enjoyed the show, it would be really cool if you left us a rating on iTunes. If you do, we will read it out on the show. Uh, and uh, if you want, and also sharing it with a friend, sharing it with somebody you know, sharing this podcast, it would be really, really cool. So very exceptional. And we would appreciate it a lot. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at Friendship Deck or go to our email at deckoffriendshippod at gmail.com. And as we say every week, 
In this episode, we learned the story of Master Flambe. You know, we go to the Master Champion. It seems that long that Master Pizza had a waiting to have a place of place in town. Good waiting, but instead of waiting, she grabbed a place in town. Not to mention the grease blobs. Heartbroken, his ghost and his ghostly food on slice of French toast. Not to mention the grease blobs. Not to mention the grease blobs. When Claudia locates them, she plots to use the ghost food on the kids and steal their food. First, she kidnaps Kayla, then uses her hostage to lure the kids to the haunted mansion. Then, once the kids are inside, the haunting begins. Once the kids are inside.